hey, I, I thought a lot about whether or not I should do a post today. And, you know, there's no, there's nothing. I think part of what I contribute is offering a moment of stepping out of wherever you're at or so you can get recharged or feel some f sense of relation or connection or less alone. I mean, that's what I feel connecting with you. So that's what I hope when you are in turn doing it with me. And that's a psycho. I know the conversation is a little one-sided. But I was going to do a Wilman, uh, you know, like a week in review. And I, there's, you know, I had this whole thing about, I, I got a few people from Emma's Bunker wrote me about Intel on Mike Jones. I mean, like people that, like this woman saw him at the mall and she sent me, or this, she was really, she's really cool. We emailed back and forth about Mike Jones. It was really fun. And then someone else wrote me about, they, they have a friend that knows him. And then someone else wrote me, they knew his like former manager or something. And then I found the new manager on Instagram. And I don't know, I was going to talk about that, but it just feels very tone deaf. Like when I was going through Instagram today and it was, you know, these powerful posts. I don't know if it's just who I'm following, but I hope that's the reality all across Instagram is solidarity and people, Black Lives Matter and just solidarity and commentary around that. And then every now and then someone would pop up like, took a bike ride, got these new sneakers. Mm, raspberries are good. And... You know, maybe that's how they survive. But this is something much, much bigger than that. And it's like, it's tone deaf. It's just tone deaf. You know, if nothing else, we can just listen and learn. And I know that's a privilege, too. It's just, it's so something that's so scary, too, is it's like, you know, I, the need the need to the need to express oneself after just the in, staggering injustice you know it's it's you have not been treated with rational or kind action so you're not going to react in that fashion even if you have been because you've had to because you had no backup other than that option but it's just like you know, oh, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to have, hard to have words on, but, and I don't know how to say this, but, you know, I'm, I support all the protesting, but I also, I have, not to be a party pooper, but what about social distancing? I mean, you can tell me, go fuck myself. I'm all for being out there, you know, do what you do, please. But what about, I'm scared about how it's going to be in the hospital. I can't help, I can't help it. Listen, this is my diet. Let me just say this. It's like when you do a detox diet. I'm not saying it's in any way comparable. I guess that's a little bit what I implied. I'm just, just let me paint this one picture. And it's a concern for everybody's health. It has nothing to do with everything. I mean, you know, the health. If you do, you know, you do a detox diet. I'm just talking about the corona now. Maybe that's tone deaf and I apologize sincerely from my heart. I'm open to, I'm open to uh, deleting this. No, I'm open to, I'm open to going and growing. But I just want to say a concern. 
And I don't think there was any other option. I'm just noting. It's like when you do a detox diet and then, and then, um, instead of like reintroducing dairy one week and then meat the next week, it's like we went from doing being around no people to just fucking going for salami numb-chucked between falafel and chocolate fudge. It's like, I just am scared for the, you know, the weaving in and out of corona in this whole situation. Yesterday really does feel like a million years away. I'd be curious if anyone else has that feeling. But last night, Ashley told me she wanted to record a little segment and we did, and I'm going to share it with you tonight. Now, I want to give you a heads up. This is from last night. It's pretty, it's just pretty cute and carefree. So if that's frustrating or triggering, just know I understand. And my intention was sharing it was purely just, purely just to share and to keep the conversation with you going. And I want to be considerate and giving a heads up that this is, that this is just a very, you know, just like an innocent moment between two people that I thought you might find interesting. But today is certainly not the day for entertainers to entertain. It's the day for for people to, you know, we all got to figure out how we're going to proceed in a way that will represent the best of the human condition and uh, get us into heaven. I mean, shit. You know, here's the thing that we did last night, and thank you, thank you for your time. And I think we're, you know, we're all gonna, we're all gonna get through this. It's a real moment of surrender and empathy and rage and things I don't know yet. Okay, here it is. Hey guys, so right now I'm in bed with Ashley. This is what happened. I brought my, I've got this little like portable podcast thing, and I guess I didn't really need to say that where we are location wise. I was trying to paint the scene, but today we went into New Orleans. And while we were driving, I was talking about the diary, and then Ashley said she was like, "Well, maybe I could do a little segment on your diary." I said, "Yes." Didn't want even ask any questions. And then she said, "Where I I do butt stuff to you." And I said, wait a minute, what? <laughs> That's not what happened. That was very funny of me. I just feel so, I feel so conscious. Okay. Where she said, um, she wants to do a three minute segment where she just asked me questions. And I said, yeah, of course, I'd be honored. So now I, this, I won't ever interrupt your segment again, or I can, or I can't, or whatever. You can make it, but, but this is, um, what do you want it to be called? Three minutes in heaven with Emma. Okay. What's up? Okay, so you know I always give you your privacy to do your podcasts and whatever you do. Have your groups. Talk to your people online and communicate with a bunch of people. So since this is your diary, I felt like it might be good since I'm such a big part of your life to be part of it even though I don't listen to it. Which is probably for the best. Yeah, look, listen, here's how I see it. The more c- content I can be cranking out, the better. So, yeah. my I mean, my diary is my favorite thing. Yeah, you've always said that. So, 
I wanted to ask you a few questions um, since it's your diary. Maybe, I'm honored. Thank maybe you. people can learn more about you. Hmm. They know a lot. Well, Emma is a an amazing person. Thanks, Ashley. And um, she has so much energy. She's so fun to listen to. And the good thing about her is you can just like turn the volume down when you're done with her. <laughs> <laughs> but in real life, it's not that easy. Um, so my first question was something that you brought up this you just, morning. You just had to get that in there. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So my first question was about something you brought up this morning and you kind of mentioned it throughout the day. Yeah. But we're both always so busy doing our own individual things that we don't really have a lot of time to have a conversation. But what was your dream about last night? Oh, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So when I said I want to tell you my dream, it wasn't a dream I had last night. Oh. I wanted to tell you I had this dream, but I didn't get to tell you this. So what the dream was, I've always had this, or maybe I did tell you, but I've always wanted to go and take pictures of all these different churches in the Bahamas, oh, which I don't okay. know if that's like problematic, whatever. I've always just like, anytime I've been to anywhere in the Bahamas, the churches are just so beautiful and so like, so such like cultural fine points of like the little, like the Bohemian towns that they're in. Bohemian? Bohemian. Or Bohemian. I think it's Bohemian. Yeah, it's Bohemian. Was that a little test? No, it was just making sure I was understanding what you were saying. Yeah, Bohemian. So I had a dream where, and that was one of those dreams I had, I don't know why, just this morning I woke up, I was like, oh man, that's something I'd love to do someday, make a coffee table book. But I don't know, maybe that's problematic, because I'm not really religious, and I'm not Bohemian, so it's like, who the hell am I to... Bohemian. Bohemian. That's Bowie. (laughs) <laughs> Bowie thinks my foot's another dog. You know, he's cute, but he's... Whoa, boy. Okay, see? You know? All right. Things are good. Um, But yeah, that was... I, I t- did I have the dream I told you the other night that I was trans and I hired a hooker? Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't wait to tell me that dream. True, 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 true. But true. I think I don't think it's problematic, even though you're not super religious. You do believe in a higher power. And Absolutely. You're, you're doing it with respectful intent. You're admiring it. You're not mocking it or, you know. Oh, of course. I'd like to find the six sack of shit that goes in to mock some. Well, I guess, you know, it could be. I, I've seen churches in the Bahamas before because I've been, I've been fortunate enough to get to go to a few different places. And it's just so incredible. And just it's just so beautiful. I remember, I know Puerto Rico isn't the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, watching people come and go from church. Because, you know, it's pretty religious um island san juan was like very what is it catholic i don't know i didn't um check out the church church scene scene there (laughs) did you ever see that cat williams um stand up where he talks oh no it's not cat williams it's um cedric the entertainer he Mm. talks about um the person that like travels a lot i don't know if they're like traveling for work or what the point was of it but it's one of his jokes and he says He's going to church for the first time and he's like the new visitor. And usually at churches, if you're the new visitor, you have to speak. (laughs) And so there's like this one guy that like travels all around. And so he gets up and he like proclaims all this like beautiful, uh, heavenly, um, godly verbiage to um, the parishioners introducing himself. And this guy's like, oh shit, all I know is hip hop language. (laughs) So he's like, uh big up to god <laughs> so funny but yeah i don't know who that is 
Cedric the Entertainer? Oh, that no, I know Cedric the Entertainer is, oh, I haven't heard him do that joke. Yeah, that was like from the 90s. That's a good one. Yeah, it's really funny. Ashley met, Ashley met Cedric the Entertainer. Yes, and it was like, I've met a lot of celebrities in my career because I work with a lot of people in the music industry and actors, and I usually don't get starstruck. I mean, I've met so many people, but I was at a sushi restaurant with one of my clients from Germany, and he was sitting at the table next to us, and the whole time I was like, do you know who that is? <laughs> and she's like, no, who is that? And I'm like, Cedric the Entertainer. I didn't want him to hear me. Big and- up to God, big <laughs> up to God. And um, I was like, I have got to get a picture with him. Like, I don't know what to do, but I've got to ask him for a photo because if I sit this close at proximity to Cedric the Entertainer and do not have a photo to prove it to my sister, I'm going to literally, like, she's not going to believe me. Mm-hmm. So I asked him for a photo, and he was very sweet. Obviously, I waited till after he was finished eating his food. I think it's rude to go up and um, bother someone. Maybe it's because I'm Southern, but it's really rude to go up and bother someone when they're eating their food and having, I get that. having a meal. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. You know how when Bowie, Bowie's our dog, when he has to go to the bathroom when he poops, mm-hmm. he, like, kind of crouches over he like humps over slumps over yeah and then he'll look around and if you're near him he'll like look to you to like he's like symbolizing like you're my eyes right now like he like looks to you for security no bowie has this thing that he does where he looks back at it back at what like the term look back at it like that oh yeah he stands there and his butt his little booty hole will be facing you Uh. right in your eyes Uh. And he turns his head and he looks back at you. And yeah, he because just... he's trying to let you know. He's trying to say, like, protect me. Oh, is he? That's what I think he's trying to say. And I read, what does it mean? Why do animals do that? And it's because they are in a vulnerable position. They might get gut. A bigger animal come over, snatch him up right in the fucking throat. Oh, that'll never happen. Well, I know. But I, so I'm saying it's kind of like you're in a vulnerable moment. If you're eating or going to the bathroom, like, it's like not the time to approach someone because it's like, hey, hey, they're, oh, that's true. they're in the midst of some business. <laughs> yeah, doing his business. Okay, doing his so business. I think I have time for one more question. Actually, we've got all night. Mm-mm. Okay. We have um, a movie that we're going to watch. Yes. If we ever getting around to picking one out. Yeah, it's it, really hard to fucking, it's I hard. If, I wonder if anyone that listens to this has so much trouble finding a movie at night that they just want to yeah. watch. I mean, you like end up looking for the same movie for like three hours and you settle on something that neither one of you even want to watch. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Sometimes Ashley says things that are just so relatable. That was one of them. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. There's this comedian, Nori Davis, this funny guy. Um, he had a joke about him trying to find a, ne- a, a movie on Netflix that should just, that's the movie. He's like, it's like <laughs> the whole emotional roller coaster of, of looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. When he did that, I was like, fuck, I wish I, you met him. I opened for him and uh, he asked me to, or I did a guest spot for him in uh, Montreal. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He he's great. funny. That fucking show wasn't good for me though. You, that, it was great. You were really I, good too. Emma. I, I know when I know. His wife was lovely too. They were a really Very sweet couple. Very cute, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last question. Mm-hmm. And I remember the snacks they had in that green room. They were okay. They weren't very memorable. I just remember being very thirsty. There was like mm-hmm. no drinks in the green room except for beer. Right. And some spritzers. Oh, really? It's neither here nor there. I never forget a snack. Okay. <laughs> so last question. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the most annoying thing that you've done in the last week of quarantine? To? Anyone. Yourself, me, 
Bowie. Oh, I'll tell you. Great question, actually. Mm-hmm. The most annoying thing that I was most frustrated with was I went on to the Secret Keepers YouTube and I read some of the reviews. And I was annoyed at myself because there's nothing productive that's going to come from that. Because I saw, you know, I always say, okay, the diary is my favorite thing. I used to say Secret Keepers was my favorite thing. I mm-hmm. love doing Secret Keepers. I was like, I have so much fun doing it. And it's, I was like, it's funny. We could go for hours. It's so fun. And I just kind of wanted to see what was over there. And then someone had done a post that was like, you know, the former host like manipulated people into thinking that she got like edged out and like left sloppily. And that like made me angry because that's just not true and not how I would have done any business. So I was annoyed at myself for putting myself in a situation that no, you know, it's it's not my business. There's no need for me to go look at it. I knew if I saw something like that, like, obviously, I'd be frustrated. So that was the thing that I did that annoyed to myself. And then my most annoying thing to you. Well, let me just comment on that. Oh, yeah. So that's interesting that you're sharing that because that's a true diary entry because you haven't really, you didn't share that with me. And you tell me a million gazillion words a day. Ashley says I talk too much, <laughs> which can you, why, you know, I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. My friend Amber in college, the two of us, and Robin Shaw, we're talkers. We like to talk. Mm-hmm. So I'm an external processor. So. Oh, the best thing you told me last week is I'm an introvert. I am an introvert. I recharge from being alone. Yeah. And that's the truth. But you don't say that to the person you're in love with. Okay, the context of I said that was because I was trying to end a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I need to shut down now. I'm an introvert. I like to process. I like to, I, I need to, I need to like process and think about work stuff, you know. Um, the most annoying thing I, th- well, I know that that sounds selfish, but I'm just, it is what it is. But the most annoying thing I did, I think to you, I'd be curious your take on it was um, I was putting, and maybe this is just past 24 hours, I was putting groceries away and I put a can of iced coffee, the way I put it in the door was in a way so the second the door opened, it smacked Ashley on the head. Yes. Well, that wasn't the annoying part. The annoying Hmm. part was that I found two packs of taco mix in the refrigerator, sandwiched in between things. And my frozen dinner that I love, what are they, Amy's Meals? Mm Mm-hmm was in the refrigerator and not in the freezer like and then there was a can of beans put in the free in the refrigerator i'm not perfect i don't ask much here's the thing though what so what can we take the taco mix off the record what's the raw problem yes it's a dry mix why can't it be a little chill because it's in a package and it's like next to moist items in the fridge however and, and what does you that did mean? redeem yourself emma took everything out of the refrigerator and organized it so well. Yes, I did. She really, really redeemed herself. Yes, I did. And I appreciate that. Why can't the taco mix... That's a mix... sign of a good lover. Mm. Why? See, I, that's not something I would equate with being a good lover necessarily, but I feel you and appreciate that. Thanks for slipping that in. But why can't the taco mix be in the refrigerator? Because it can't get wet. Because once it gets wet, it become, it hardens. Understood. That makes sense. And nobody wants to go, go get in a pan hot, cooking some meat, and then going for the taco mix. And guess where the taco mix is? Hard right, rock in between some chicken breast and no. it, well, if you're kale. Gonna, if I'm going to heat it up anyway, then who gives a fuck? You're not heating it up. I'm heating it up. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> if I were. So that's who, if I was doing that, I wouldn't mind. I'd say, oh, one-stop shop. Open the refrigerator up. 
excellent taco mix whatever the hell else i put in there maybe an onion yeah right i'm not chopping anything up ha ha put a whole onion unpeeled yeah no 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 if i get a taco that's because it's taco bell just sold a taco i'm not making a taco so i mean thing i unless it was like i don't know one month in of i don't know this is just not happening but all right ashley thank you so much for um meeting the diary doing a diary thank you for having me of course. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. I don't like saying you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs>